0: This is It Was A Thing On TV.
1: Total red man has ever done something like this to me. It's, a. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I give you... The Dregs of Humanity! Episode
2: 150.
1: <laughs> Submission 1713. Not Another High School Show. Not Another High School Show was an unsold pilot for Comedy Central around 2007. Well, Mike, one movie I know you're rather fond of as well as I is a 2001 movie called Not Another Teen Movie.
2: Fun fact it is the fourth ever DVD I ever purchased.
1: How is that a fun fact? Ha
2: ha ha! I thought it was a fun fact.
1: <laughs> Did you get that when in that great interactive game when Sony was just giving out DVDs? No, I the-
2: actually bought a copy.
1: You actually bought a copy?
2: I bought my copy from the Best Buy like the it was the first DVD I purchased out of college.
1: Okay, I purchased my DVD when it was previously viewed from Blockbuster at One I worked at for less than 10 bucks.
0: And I won like five of them playing Greed.
1: (laughs) Yeah. By the way, Sony, you still owe me a DVD from Greed Interactive. (laughs) It's been 20 years.
2: Yeah. Are we going to have to talk to you like we talked to Wake Martindale about the uh, Alfred Hitchcock Deadpool thing? Anyway. So, not another teen movie was sort of the genesis of the um silver age of the movie parody except not another teen movie was actually good and then everything that came afterwards was crap everything was- except for scary movies 1 through 3
1: yeah
0: yeah, Basically. was this uh, before Scary Movie? I no, thought-
2: Scary Movie one in two thousand. Yeah, Scary Movie came first.
0: Okay, that's why I thought so. Okay, so so yeah, uh, this was sort of like a kind of spinoff ish, but not really. But not really. It, it, it was sort of derivative in the same manner. Instead of you know poking fun at horror I mean, movies. Yeah. Is poking it was fun at
1: teenage movies.
0: movies. Yeah. Yeah, it poked fun at your Friday Night Light and your American Pies.
1: Yeah. This was, of course, before Jason Freeberg and Aaron Seltzer killed the genre in the mid to late 2000s.
2: Yeah, he said it and he said it with his whole chest. So, yeah, you have Not Another Teen Movie. It made $66.5 million off of a $15 million budget, which, let's be honest most people would love to make four times their budget back.
1: And hey, you know what the craziest part of that movie is? What? That movie is basically Supergirl's sister trying to score with Steve Rogers or Johnny Storm.
2: Well, flip a coin and see which one you get, yeah. Yeah, well, I remember watching Fantastic Four and I'm thinking to myself, that's the guy from none Another Teen Movie.
1: No, 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 no. I know you. No, you know what I was thinking.
2: I know what you were thinking.
1: That's the guy from the GSN botulism commercial.
2: That's what you were thinking. Botulism.
0: Botulism.
1: Botulism.
2: Botulism. Botulism.
1: Botulism.
2: Botulism. 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 Botulism.
1: Botulism. 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 Botulism.
2: Salmonella? Game Show Network. So, Comedy Central decides in 2007, hey, people really liked Not Another Teen Movie. What if we made it into a TV show? So, Mike Bender, who helped write Not Another Teen Movie, was brought on to sort of produce and conceive... Not Another High School Show.
1: And this was directed by Joel Gowan, who directed Not Another Teen Movie.
2: Mm-hmm. So, Not Another High School Show will do for teen dramas what Not Another Teen Movie did for teen theatricals.
1: Now, remember, this is 2007. What was the big show on television around... The two thousands in this genre. Uh,
2: that would be Dawson's Creek.
1: No, Dawson's Creek was like a couple years earlier.
2: Um. Uh, The Hills.
1: No, that's a reality show. Okay, I'll just say it. Yep. The OC.
2: The OC, of course. That wasn't that pretty early, too. It was early
1: mid aughts, like two thousand three, two thousand four. It premiered.
2: They basically took every teen, basically a pastiche of every teen drama, reality or otherwise, over the past 10 years. Yeah, pretty much. And that was not another high school show. And I watched it and I thought to myself, this isn't funny. It's just silly.
1: No, yeah, it's just...
2: It's not like funny, like on uh, Not Another Teen movie was funny. It was just silly. Yeah. Like, absolutely silly.
0: I would almost say it was like unguided silliness. There really wasn't a, a real roadmap as to where they were going.
2: No. They just decided you know what? We're going to make the pilot. We're gonna make it like we did, not another teen movie. And if and when we get picked up for series, we'll worry about connecting all of the dots. But let's be honest: nobody goes into a pilot thinking that.
1: No.
0: Yeah, it had too many uh, plots. I mean, you may have an A plot and a B plot,
2: and it almost
0: seemed like we got down to like about a J or K plot. Yeah. Too much going on, and they really didn't tie it all together that well at the end.
2: So, let's talk about who actually got picked up for this high school. By the way, the name of the high school is, I'm not kidding you, La Playa Beach Creek Hills High School.
1: Oh my god.
2: Yeah, that's a lot to take in. And so is all of the uh, connections between the cast members here. We start out in the bad neighborhood. The bad
1: neighborhood.
2: We know it's the bad neighborhood because it says so on the graffiti on the wall.
1: They literally graffitied the bad neighborhood.
2: Yeah. And we meet Brian Atkins, who is played by John Keefe. Who is known mostly as that guy from that movie. Uh, He was also in two Return of the Living Dead films in 2005. Yep. We are not kidding, folks. His brother, or at least I think...
1: yo, yes. Playing his brother is the one connection from Not Another Teen Movie.
2: No, there's another connection.
1: Oh, there's two connections? Oh, they're right. There is yeah, two there, yeah, there's, yeah, there's another one beside it. Yep. We won't spoil it yet. We'll wait till the end. But still, we have Eric Christian Olsen in this special playing the brother.
2: So, now that we have... Uh... Oh, by the way, his brother, he gets killed. Yes! Yes!
1: You have your cameo, he's done.
2: He's dead, he's done, you don't have to worry about him, put him out of your mind.
1: He's about as dead as that celebrity cameo at the beginning of every Police Squad episode.
2: Yep. So now we go over to the sort of father figure that takes him in. Because, you know, you need a father figure
1: He's basically the Peter Gallagher from the O.C. of this
2: pilot. Yes. Brian, who's taken in by a hotshot lawyer by the name of Dusty Goldstein, played by Patrick Cassidy of the insert Southern California city here. Cassidy's
0: Patrick Cassidy is actually one of the Cassidy's. Uh, He Patrick Cassidy appeared with his mother, Shirley Jones, on a special Moms and Sons Week of Tattletales in 1984. Whoa! Oh. Yes, uh, Mothers and Sons Week. Uh, you had Phyllis Diller and Perry Diller and also Isabel Sanford and Sanford Sanford. Sanford oh. Sanford? No, no, that's not double talk. His name is Sanford K. Sanford. Oh, wow. But, uh, but Shirley Jones and Patrick Cassidy were on that week. So, yes, uh, he is part of the family.
1: And, of course, Sean Cassidy, a noted producer, in fact, produced future installment American Gothic.
2: If you're a fan of Ruby and the Rockets, he plays Patrick Gallagher in that. Okay. And he also plays Henry Small on Smallville.
1: Oh,
0: all right. Well, and since we need to obviously make a reference to McLean Stevenson every episode, more seemingly so, he played Johnny Castle in the TV version of Dirty Dancing.
1: Uh, oh!
2: And appearing as Dusty's wife and the person who has the most reservations about Brian coming to stay with them, it, Caitlin Goldstein is played by Stacy Duke, who you would remember as Lana Lang from The Adventures of Superboy. Oh! Yeah, when they taped that they, they uh taped that in Florida.
1: Oh that's right they did tape okay. Superboy in Florida.
2: And playing their son and apparently a big fan of Hugh Jackman.
1: Of course, because who isn't a fan of Hugh Jackman?
2: I'm a big fan of Hugh Jackman. But, kid, not, yeah, but he's not like Hugh... but he's not a big fan of uh the greatest showman Hugh Jackman. No he's he a like... fan of X Men.
1: Hugh Wolverine Hugh Jackman yeah Mike you like Hugh Jackman
2: yeah
0: no comment
2: okay
0: uh but uh, yeah when you watch this pilot it's very clear he's a huge Jackman fan I, I I almost phrased it in a way that I might regret but yeah there's a lot of visual gags say uh, he has a bumper sticker on his like uh nightstand not nightstand but his headboard that says I love Hugh and he's got a Kane Leopold DVD. Well and then I'm not even kidding about this. He has some sort of like chest or box in his bedroom and he opens it and it actually says Jack in the box.
1: (laughs) Jack in the box. Yeah,
0: a lot of subtle, stupid humor. But he's a big Hugh Jackman fan, yes. I don't know. Well, did we even say his character's name or who
2: played it? Oh, his character's name is Lawson Goldstein. And he is played by Jeffrey Christopher Todd, who played Tobias Gray for a year on Young and the Restless. And nowadays he's in casting.
1: Okay. But then don't we get, we get into a subplot involving a Buffy-ish character.
2: Yeah, named Muffy. Named Muffy, cause get it. Yeah.
1: But here's one of the big names in this pilot. Because Muffy is played by Allison Bree. Yep. Do we really need to say what Allison Brie is best known for? Well, where would we start? Well, obviously we would start with community. Yeah, community. You know, glow, glow. I mean, those were the two I was
0: really tossing around in my head. But yeah, Mad Men.
1: Oh yeah, because she was Trudy on Mad Men.
0: Yeah. So yeah, you you know who she is. She she she's beyond a known entity at this point.
2: Oh yeah, she is. Totally. Um, I mean, yeah. And and there's going to be more of these as we go on. And playing Lawson's girlfriend, Charlie, is, uh, I believe it's his girlfriend, Anna Osceola, who is another person who was on Mad Men.
1: Oh. so a lot of Mad Men connections in this episode.
2: Yep. Meanwhile, we get to the rest of the high school where their friend Spring, played by Rachel Spector, of uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and the House Bunny, and has been married to Dan Levy for ten years.
1: Whoa! Yeah. She was a Crazy Ex-Girlfriend with Rachel Bloom, and she's married to Dan Levy.
2: Yeah. She wakes up and she's funny. And also, we have sort of the... uh, I want to say antagonist. Maybe? The male antagonist, maybe? I don't know. Brendan Miller, who plays Sean Saunders, who's inviting everybody to his party.
0: Yeah, he's definitely the antagonist in this.
2: Yeah, he. I mean, he has like a banner that says, bring your nipples to Sean Saunders' party. Jeez. so take from that what you will but yeah another notable role he played: young bison in Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li oh my god
1: that's another thing we'll have to cover on the eventual spinoff podcast it was a thing in the movies Street Fighter The Legend of Chun-Li yeah the only good thing about that movie is Neil McDonough as bison that's it
2: Christian uh, Krug on Lane 1, please.
1: Okay, Christian Krug, but come on, Neil McDonough.
2: Yeah. And let's talk about uh, another sort of B-plot here. There's a lot of B-plots on this show, where you have uh, Melissa, who meets Brian, when it turns out that they live next to each other. Melissa's played by Jocelyn Donahue, who is known for... Her role in The House of the Devil. And in Insidious Chapter 2. But she was also in Future Entry? Startup. She's a scream queen nowadays. And then you have her stepmother. Played by Michelle Pierce. Who is, at least on the show, one year older than Melissa is.
0: Yeah, that was a little bizarre. Okay, let me rephrase that. Yeah, that was a lot of bizarre.
2: That was all the bizarre.
0: Very weird.
2: Yeah. And her husband and Melissa's father is played by uh, John Bennett Perry, who you would know as Principal Alan Moorhead on Veronica Mars. Okay. So, yeah, all of this is going on at the same time. By the way, in case you didn't know, Melissa's stepmother is one of the uh, alpha beep-beeps in La Playa Beach Creek Hills High School. And she's making absolutely no effort to hide that. No. Half of the scenes that Melissa's in with either Charlie or Spring or Cooch She is being a real nasty woman.
0: Oh, I know there's a word you wanted to use, but you you held back. Good job.
2: I'm a professional. A professional. And while all of this is going on, Muffy is in the back trying to kill the janitor who she thinks is a teen wolf. By the way, there's an actual teen wolf in this.
1: Yeah, there's a teen wolf on this show. Yeah, but but also
0: we can't avoid the fact of who played the janitor.
1: Oh, the uh, janitor no is a legend.
0: The janitor, I think, is a, a recent legend, not necessarily a legend back... A
2: legend in, in the uh, making.
0: But yeah, he, he has gotten uh, into much bigger and better things over the last, say, 10 to 15 years. And we're talking about the one and only H. John Benjamin. Oh, yes. yes. We're, we're talking want- Bob Belcher... We're, we're we're talking Sterling Archer. We're talking Arby's commercials. We're talking Carl the cashier on Family Guy. What else is he on? I think th- those are the big ones. Those oh, we play kids. Coach McGurk. How can Coach, I forget Coach McGurk
1: from Home Movies?
0: Yeah, Coach McGurk on Home Movies.
1: But he's not the biggest star in this scene.
2: He's not the biggest star in that scene. So a girl comes walking up. Yes.
1: And John Benjamin decides to hit on this girl.
2: As he late dying.
1: Yeah. And the girl is played by, I'm going to say this right now, out of all 150 episodes, this is the biggest name out of everybody. It's bigger than Jodie Foster in the Paul Lynch show. It's bigger than what whatever big names have we had on this have come up. It's bigger than Deidre Bigger than George Burns. Bigger than George... Yeah, bigger than George Burns. Okay. Playing the girl John Benjamin is trying to hit on. Jennifer Lawrence!
2: God, is everybody in the Hunger Games, Jennifer Lawrence?
1: Oh, yeah. Mystique.
0: Also, I think we should add... She was only 16 at the time this was filmed. Actually, I think she may have just turned 17.
2: Yeah, because
1: yeah, she was born in 1990. This is crazy. She is six years younger than me.
2: She's ten oh, years younger than me.
0: Okay, but getting back to John Benjamin hitting on basically a 17-year-old. Ew!
2: Ew? I, I mean, I-, I I get this is acting, and he's playing a role, and she's playing a role, and everybody's playing a role, but still. Ew? What?
1: Yeah. But also remember, this was around the time Jennifer Lawrence was playing a mascot on Monk.
2: Yeah. Now she has an Oscar. Yeah. We've gotten to the point of the show where the janitor's being killed by Muppy. Muppy the vampire slayer with the guy. Did we get to the part of the show where Lawson is using his job as a school DJ a la 90210 to sort of talk about Brian.
1: I don't think so.
2: Yeah, because he does that. Meanwhile, Charlie is still hung up on Lawson for some reason. Meanwhile, Brian is brooding in the school gym and in comes the volleyball team. The ambiguously gay volleyball team. And while Brian's trying to uh, do some volleyballs, the ambiguously volleyball team is trying really, really, really hard to get his goat and Brian's just like, whatever. Oh yeah, and by the way, this is the Sean Saunders we were talking about. Sean is really trying to get on Brian's bad side, but not only is he bad at getting on his bad side, he's also bad at volleyball. But the next scene, at the teenage hangout, Pat's Pit, in comes another familiar face. Especially if you're a fan of Benson or Star Trek Voyager. You want to talk about legends? Oh, yeah. I got I got your legend right here. Ethan Phillips.
1: Yeah! Ethan Phillips.
2: He plays Pat, the proprietor of Pat's Pit. I, I'd like to explain what happens in that scene, but we'll get there.
1: Oh, okay.
2: It's part of the list of everything that's wrong with this show.
1: Yeah, of the 20 billion subplots in this 22-minute pilot.
2: So, Melissa invites Brian and, for some reason, Lawson to Sean Saunders' party. Melissa is Sean Saunders' girlfriend, I believe. And, let's just say, he's a jerk. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, I I know, I'm trying to... uh, keep things nice and orderly in this non-orderly TV show. Alright, so here's her pool party. Strangely enough, there's not a pool in sight. There is a keg, though. Okay. And there is a Muffy looking for a Teen Wolf. And there is a lot of underage drinking. Of course. And there is Sean Saunders making out with Melissa's stepmother. Who is a year older than Melissa.
1: Oh, no.
2: But then Brian and Melissa lock eyes again, and you think something's about to happen. But no. No. In comes the next big star, Andy Dick, in a role that only Andy Dick could play, Kenny Bonerman.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because he's basically playing a parody of Matthew McConaughey and Days and Confused.
2: All right, all right. Oh, no, that's not all right. No. Not even close to being all right. And finally, Brian confronts Sean and says that he owes Melissa an apology. And he's like, what are you going to do about it? He's going to take a punch. That's what he's going to do about it. Oh, because that's how they do it in the LPBCH.
1: Damn straight.
2: And here comes Lawson wearing his Wolverine getup. I wish I was joking. And meanwhile, Muffy thinks she found her teen wolf in. Uh oh. Charlie.
1: Wait, what?
2: She thinks Charlie is teen wolf. And she shoots her. With a crossbow, and now Lawson is by Charlie's side, saying that she'll be here until Brian shows up. And what? <laughs> until Brian shows up, and he runs in the and he runs in his direction, leaving the medic to literally pick up the pieces. And Brian just thinks, you know what? I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna go wherever this driveway takes me. But it just so happens he runs into. God, I am not even joking about this. Remember his brother who dies
1: yeah. at the beginning? Yeah, he was dead. We saw him. He burned her crisp.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he faked his own death. What? He faked his own death to escape from a Nicaraguan drug cartel. What? That's what he says. He also says that they don't have to be bad boys anymore. He, you could wear cardigans and say you're excited about your future and give your brother a hug and also get shot by Melissa for some reason. Oh, yep. no. And Melissa's like, after what you did to me, I owe you one. I finally found someone as depressed as I am and I can honestly say it's over with Sean. It's really over. Hey, guess who's rolling up in his Hummer? Who? It's Sean!
1: Oh, Sean! What's he got to say?
2: I don't know. But I know what Melissa has to say, see you around, Brian. And they spend like 30 seconds not kissing. Or fake kissing. And, um, you know what? We're just gonna put the uh, next time Stinger in here because I can't even.
1: Oh yeah, we can't even describe. You have to hear this for
2: yourself. Yeah.
0: And you can hear it after the roar at the end of the show.
2: Jamie Presley as Brian's mom who had to escape from a Puerto Rican pimp.
1: (laughs) And that's your second Not Another Teen movie connection of two.
2: No, that was the third because. uh, Oh, really? Yeah, John Benjamin was in uh, Not Another Teen movie. Oh,
1: okay. So we had Eric Christian Olsen, John Benjamin. And Jamie Presley. That's your three. This would have been the
0: time that uh, Jamie Presley probably started on My Name is Earl.
1: My Name is Earl would have been in its third season at this point because it started in 05.
2: Yeah. Oh my
0: gosh, I thought it started like 07. Okay. So she was already like knee deep in My Name is Earl then. Okay. Yeah. Yep.
2: And that's basically how it ends. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Comedy Central did not pick up the show in fact uh we have the blurb from our friends at the futon critic and this was actually the uh summary they gave of the show relative newcomers rachel specter of lonely hearts brendan miller of accepted anna osceola john keith jeffrey christopher todd of slutty summer and jocelyn donahue have all scored roles on the comedy pilot a half hour spoof of teen tv dramas it's not clear which actor is playing which character detailed in the casting notice. It's not clear who's playing who in the actual pilot, by the way. Among those listed, Brian Atkins, 18 to 24 to play high school. Should be 5'5 five, five or under, think Ryan from the OC. Brian is a troubled, lost kid who lands in hot water when he's arrested after his brother ineptly hotwires the car and dies in the explosion. Brought home to live with Dusty Goldstein, the lawyer handling the case, Brian finds himself the object of the affections of Dusty's son Lawson and their next door neighbor Melissa, but still has trouble fitting in at school. At a big party thrown by Melissa's jerk of a boyfriend, Sean, Brian gets inspiration from a bad boy character of yesteryear and comes to Melissa's defense against Sean with mixed results.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, there actually is a fourth connection to uh, Not Another Teen Movie. And that is Michael Ensign. He played Father O'Flanagan in Not Another Teen Movie. But on Not Another High School Show, he played Jeeves.
1: Okay. Ah. So that's four.
0: That's, there, yeah, there's a fourth.
1: But the less famous of the four.
0: The least famous of the four by far, yes.
2: Totally. But yeah, you can see where all of the... Uh, if you watch this, because the full pilot's is available on YouTube, you can see the obvious references. Muppy is supposed to be Buffy the Vampire Slayer, set by Jeeves to kill Teen Wolf, which is obviously supposed to be Teen Wolf. Whether it's the MTV reboot of the original film, I'm not quite sure there. No, the MTV
1: reboot wouldn't be until a couple years later.
2: Okay. So it would actually be
1: The Michael J. Fox Teen Wolf.
2: Okay. Meredith Scott Lynn, who plays Gabby, the I she looks way too old to be a high schooler, high schooler. It's supposed to be Andrea Zuckerman. The Yeah, you heard me. In fact, she was actually on in she played Enid in Legally Blonde, that's how old she is.
0: Oh my gosh!
2: She also has played a couple of voices on Family Guy, most notably Brenda and Marcy on Stuck Together, Torn Apart.
1: Is that the episode where Peter has the vegetable joint under his
2: neck? No, no. that's the episode where Brian and Stewie are are uh, they're super stuck glued. With super oh, glue. okay.
0: Yeah, no, no. The one you're thinking of is actually Vestigial uh, Peter, I believe it's called.
1: Yeah, with his twin ch- Chip Griffin.
0: Yes, with the <clears throat> twin on his shoulder. Yes.
1: Wow! 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 Wow!
2: <laughs> oh God, Kenny Bonerman is obviously David Wooderson from Dazed and Confused, as uh, Greg said. Uh, Dawson's Creek is actually Lawson and Charlie, who are Dawson and Joey. And then there's the OC, which is everything else. Brian is Ryan. Dusty, Caitlin, and Lawson are Sandy, Kirsten, and Seth. Melissa is Marissa. And Spring is Summer. Get it. They were very obvious with this.
1: Obvious references are obvious.
2: Quite obvious. So why didn't this go to series besides, duh?
0: I think you just answered it. Besides, duh. Yeah. Well, again, as we've mentioned throughout the show, it was extremely confusing to follow. You had money plots. It wasn't like you had two plots or even three plots. You had seemingly like seven plots. Yep. seemed like it was almost thrown together kind of sort of and then don't get me started on the, the coming up on the next episode because that made very little sense
1: that's the joke
0: well I get that's the joke but uh, it just looked haphazard and and it was just a mess it didn't have the, the flow the continuity that the, the movie version had
2: yeah
1: Well, the thing is, they probably were thinking, okay, we're obviously going to get picked up for a series. Except they they obviously didn't.
0: Yeah. Well, and I mentioned this to Greg before we did the show, I think if this actually was done in, say, 2002, right
1: after the movie, I think it had a chance. But the problem is, in 2002, you wouldn't have all the OC references.
0: Understandable, but... It's just, it's now six years later and it's not, again, it's not one of those memorable movies where, okay, we we can go back and and people are going to remember it. It it was kind of sort of forgettable. I mean, I know it did well in the box office, at least in terms of, you know, four times what it cost to produce. But I mean, it, it was not like it made, you know, 250 million or 300 million. It made only 60 million. So it wasn't that big of a hit.
2: No, but Profit's Profit, am I right?
0: Well, Profit's Profit, but again, I I think if you ask people about their favorite movies from 20 years ago, this really isn't going to sniff the the list that often.
1: No. Mm
0: -mm. Which is sad. I mean, again, I love Not Another Teen Movie, but yeah, this was definitely not another... Not another teen movie. If that doesn't sound like Double Talk.
2: Oh, uh, just a little bit.
1: Where's Henry the II when we need him?
2: Uh, that's somewhere down the line. But Comedy Central eventually aired this as a special, I'm guessing. Sometime in 2007, if I'm not mistaken.
1: I don't remember this airing at all.
2: Well, I may be wrong, but there you go.
1: Well... This would have been better than watching a never rerun of Mind of Ned Wholeness.
2: He's not wrong. He is not wrong at all. Well, there you go. Not another high school show. It was incredibly hard to follow. It was incredibly hard to keep up with. It was incredibly hard to produce and cast. And it was incredibly... Almost a thing on TV. Yeah. Any thoughts?
1: No, I think Mike said everything. But yep. it was, you know what? It had Alison Bree and it had a, a cameo from Jennifer Lawrence and you had Ethan Phillips. That's yeah. the only positives I'm going to say about this pilot.
0: I don't even throw Andy Dick in there Okay <laughs>
1: Andy Dick was great Andy Dick was good yes Oh but, oh, J.B. Priestley's cameo was funny too
2: Oh yeah It was weird It was so weird I'm still waiting for uh, still waiting for J.B. Presley to show up inexplicably to save this episode That's not going to happen is it
1: I wish Jamie Presley was here inexplicably to help save Mike's bracket.
2: Oh boy. If Jamie Presley is listening, maybe she wants to go to it was a thing on TV.com where she can find the other 149 episodes, as well as mini sodes, live shows, directors' cuts, and of course links to all of our socials at it was a thing on TV and to our good friends at the place to Be Nation Pop Experience.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, because this week I'm going to have the episodes on the wrestling feed. There probably isn't going to be a regular drop on the regular spot. But but here's my plan. Chico,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I got great news. What's that? I'm almost done editing, as we're recording this, the first e- proper episode of Into the Spidey Movieverse. Woo! So on Wednesday at the time... So, which would have been yesterday, you can go to the PlayStation Pop Experience and hear me and Chico talk about the first Spider-Man movie from 2002.
2: It was a good movie.
1: It was a great movie. We also get to talk about the time when Blockbuster ha- had a giant mannequin-sized Spider-Man that you could win in every store.
2: And that nobody, strangely, just took it for the costume.
1: Yeah, I what's mean, up with that?
2: Come on. Anywho! Pilot month continues because we you loved it so much and you loved it so much. This is actually the first installment of pilot month, and we have two more coming.
1: Oh, and the first one, the first pilot we'll cover next week. Mike, last year, during last year's pilot month, you introduced me to this pilot. Specifically for the opening scene, the opening theme song, and what goes on in the opening theme song. And we were like, oh, yeah, we're covering this next year. It's very bizarre. It's very bizarre. And would you believe that this is based on a play?
0: Yes, uh, it's actually over 30 years old. And it looks like it did air one time. So it actually was an aired pilot. It's something to behold.
1: Let's say that. It's amazing that this even aired.
2: Yeah. Meanwhile, we also have uh, something that could very well be described, especially if you're a fan of underground comic books, as something that was... Honestly, too good to be on television. A one-off comic book gets brought to life as a one-off TV pilot.
1: And I don't even know what this is.
2: Well, it's an alternative history lesson is what it is. But we'll talk about it more next week as Pilot Month rolls on here on It Was a Thing on TV. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Wow! next week on not another high school show
0: what's wrong cooch i'm pregnant spring <sighs> guys
1: teenage pregnancy can- if
0: someone ever offers you cocaine you look him straight in the eye and you say you need to sample the goods first
1: you don't want to get stuck with the cheap <laughs> shit, do you jimmy gang i want you to meet the latest addition to the van hector rodriguez
0: what's wrong cooch <sighs> i lost the baby spring Guys, a miscarriage is... And
1: you're not going to want to miss the last five minutes for the most shocking ending ever. Mom? But that's impossible. Not if I had to fake my death to escape from an abusive Puerto Rican pimp. But don't worry. Mama's back for good this time.